everybody. This is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're really glad you could join us on this particular edition of the show. We have an old familiar guest back, Virginia Farver, and there are new developments with 5G that should be concerning to every single American. If you care about your health, you care about the health of your family, you really need to pay attention to this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious, serious stuff. Before we go to Fort Collins, Colorado and join Virginia, I first want to remind everybody that there are people that make this show possible. The first group is our food supplier. And you need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, tools, the Bible, allies. We've talked about all this. Do you have six months of storable food? Well, that's what FEMA and DHS say you need to have. And they've said so several times in the media. If you don't have it, we can help you get started with two and four week packages because we know that burden of buying six months all at once. That's a lot, but we can help you get there slowly and we can help you get there with 40% off, 25 year shelf life, restaurant quality, lots of diversity, no glyphosates, no GMOs. It's the best storable food deal in the country. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com and get started protecting your family today. We're also brought to you by Health Masters. You've heard me talk very clearly on this particular venue about how Dr. Ted Brower and Health Masters has kept me off the operating table three times. You've heard people talk about Doug Hagman and his situation with regard to his health and how Ted has helped him. Find out why so many of us go to Health Masters before we ever go to our doctors. And you don't need to be in crisis or have a chronic condition to benefit. It's just good for basic health maintenance. Go to healthmasters.com and use the coupon code CODE5 to take 5% off at healthmasters.com. Well, Virginia really needs no introduction to people who've listened to us for any length of time. She has come on this show many times, updated us on the antics of Agenda 21 in Fort Collins, Colorado, in which Fort Collins is referred to as the jewel of the Ickley Empire. But more importantly, she has basically educated our audience to a high degree about the dangers and often the unreported but researched dangers of 5G and what's coming. And Virginia has a lot more detail that we're going to get into in this particular segment. Virginia, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. Well, it's always our pleasure to have on such a knowledgeable guest such as yourself. But what are we looking at here? You, you, I, I know 5G is bad for us. The electrofrequencies disrupt the brain. It can cause malignant tumors to form. I get all that. I know we're electrochemical beings, and these electromagnetic waves are not good for us. But why is 5G so much worse than 4G or 3G was? 5G is basically a weapon system, and I, I got disturbing news uh, last week. I was on a conference call with a gentleman by the name of Arthur Furstenberg, and if anybody has heard his name before, he's got a fabulous book. It's called The Invisible Rainbow, and he is also suing the FCC right now because the 1996 Telecom Act is illegal, basically. Um, so anyway, uh, that's going on, but he, he mentioned that Elon Musk was planning on putting up 428 low orbiting satellites or balloons in the atmosphere by the end of 2019 and this is what's required to turn on the 5G networks and he basically said when this happens this could be 
the end of life on the planet. So this is an emergency. So I actually I want to ask people to look online. It's called the 5G Space Appeal. And please get on there and sign it. I think there's already been over 100,000 people that have signed it. The 5G Space Appeal. Is there a URL right. that people can reference? Um, I, I don't have it in front of me, but um, if, if you just type in 5G Space Appeal in, in your search engine, there's all kinds of links that'll come up and, and just, and just uh, click on one of those and you can sign the petition. You know, Virginia, before we went on air, I shared with you about the three-part series that I've been doing on the Chinese threat to America, and two of the parts were specifically dedicated to the defense minister's speech to the Central Committee of the Communist Party. One of the justifications the Chinese are using to unleash a deadly bio-attack that's genetically specific to non-Chinese people is the fact that they cited a conference with Gorbachev and H.W. Bush and all the regular characters in 1995 where they said they were going to do slow kill off of 80% of the population and they took that personally and they said that's reason enough for us to be doing what we're doing. So isn't that interesting that this would surface at the same time that this document was leaked that's less than a week old? Really, right. really interesting. Absolutely. And, and and I think I've told the audience before, when you're exposed to this stuff and now there's there's literally no escape from it, um, you know, uh, it makes any Ill illness or pathogen that much stronger or virulent. So this is the frightening part of all this because it can make a lot of these bioweapons a lot more stronger than, than they normally would be. Let me go there with you for just a moment here. Um, I know that with GMOs, and I refer to the Seralini study, where they raised rats on nothing but uh, GMO foods. And by the time that these rats reached adolescence, they had tumors as big as they were. They were dragging along the floor. But what they found was that the GMOs opened up the gene envelope, which made these rats susceptible to cancer and other lethal organisms because the gene envelope was open. Is that anything similar to what you're finding with the effects of 5G? Yes, that's that's exactly what's happened. And when you've got this 24-7, 365 day a year um, uh exposures like i said dave it, it just depends to how much you're getting you know that that's the problem how much you're getting and your exposure limits and everything else and everybody's a little different but it, it's really really uh becoming quite scary scary it's it's um Deadly. an extinction level event this may interest you and um i should send you the link I interviewed Mike Adams as a precursor to a conference I'm covering for Steve Quayle in the Gen 6 conference in Branson, Missouri in September. And by the way, I'd recommend people go to this. I'll get to meet you. But listen to what, Virginia, I, I got out of Mike Adams. Now, Mike is all natural health care. This is the way to go. Documents everything. He's great, great scientist. And now he's kind of gotten into world events because he sees Big Pharma as being a threat to everyone's health and Mike came on my show 
and this is a week after I produced a podcast in which I said the earth is being terraformed for some kind of purpose. It's deliberately being changed. And I went through all the various things. Mike hadn't seen my podcast, and he, he went to repeat the same thing. And he said the eventual goal is to basically reduce the population to 10% of what it is, which we've seen in print before. It's like, how many of us have to make the discovery independently of each other to know that the elite are trying to kill the majority of us off? I've said this all along. You know, when I first started stating this four or five years ago, I said it's a eugenics program. A lot of people said no. But now that we've we've reached this 5G um, uh, it's absolutely obvious what's going on to me. And, and you know, the, people just don't quite understand. We're going to have antennas every three to ten homes or 180 antennas per square mile throughout our cities. And this does not even include the cell towers. They're putting up these stealth cell towers, you know. They're disguised as pine trees, uh, cactus, uh church steeples anything they can slap these things up and then uh, that's what they're doing and what we found out in uh, Colorado for instance here in Fort Collins they're putting up the infrastructure the big infrastructure the cell towers just across city lines into the county because the county does not require any um, public input and their rules and and rules and regulations are a lot more lax so there there's actually homes that are million dollar homes that have these huge pine tree fake cell towers that are right in their backyards now i was approached by someone anonymously that told me he was coming out with a device that would neutralize these 5G towers on anyone's property. And I'm going to tell you this, Virginia, they'll put those towers on my property over my dead body. I'm not going to allow it. And Americans across the country need to stand up to this. But this man was saying that it's a covert device, and he said you have to be within about 50 to 70 feet of the uh, antenna, and when you flip it on, it disrupts the signals, and the 5G can't transmit have you heard anything about this? Yeah, they the the five G transmissions <clears throat> supposedly can't go through leaves and and certain types of weather and that type of thing, and that's why they want this. It's called uh, densification. They want to put these in really close together, and so that really basically you can't escape it. And I've from what I've heard so far, there really isn't any way to shield yourself from it either. He was telling me that uh, he said it's not a matter of shielding. It's a matter of disrupting communication at the source. In other words, it's like jamming a radio signal. Right. I've heard of that. Is, is, is it something with organite or something to that effect? Or He was very nonspecific, but he asked <laughs> okay. me. He asked me, too. He said, Dave, you talk to a lot of people in the intelligence community. And you've talked to people in the military. And he said, you're really good at protecting identities and, and protecting your sources. He said, if I come forward with this at the particular time I need to, can I have the same trust from you? And that's basically why he approached me. And I said, yeah. And I said, can you tell me a little bit about the science of it? And it's just based on frequencies. And essentially, uh, and I don't remember his numbers. Uh, and he's going to send me some documents that actually lay out how this works. But let's just say I'll, I'll make up the numbers for illustrative purposes. Let's say that 5G transmits at 8 megahertz, just for the sake of argument. He'll come back with something that's like 9 megahertz and override and destroy the signal coming out. 
which is how you jam a radio signal. It's very, very simple technology, but it's effective. The only problem is you have to be within about 15 to 25 yards of the device for it to work. So he's saying that he could distribute this to homes, but he also said he expects to see legislation that makes this illegal, although right now it's not. Right. Well, you know, there's a lot of groups, and I, I'm in, I'm uh, in uh, involved in a lot of these groups that are trying to get it stopped. I, I spent all day the other day trying to get hold of legislators, and uh, Senator Eshoo and Blumenthal have demanded that the FCC prove that this stuff is safe, and they, they cannot prove that it's safe. And just to let you know, there's there's certain countries, Russia, Switzerland, there's, there's several countries that are not allowing 5G because they're afraid of what it's going to do to the human race. Oh, and this is why Elon Musk wants to put the satellites up to override the objectors correct oh that makes sense i don't have a device that'll shoot the satellites down i don't either and nobody else does so you know that it's it's very scary actually dave i actually know that of people that are now spending a hundred thousand dollars to shield their homes and uh fifteen hundred dollars to shield their vehicles because there's there's literally not going to be any escape from this and i've been working here locally you know against larimer county trying to um there's a, a gal that wrote up a beautiful document um that the county can look at to hopefully keep the cell towers out of our um, subdivisions and stuff. But so far, they've they've totally ignored us, Dave. What do you do? I don't... I'm thinking of relocating. I've told myself... I was already afraid of the infrastructure with all of everything I've researched that um, I knew... um, I always said I was afraid of the smart meters, and now this is just taking it to a whole new level. So I'm paranoid now. We both know a professor that was uh, formerly at UC Davis, uh, and uh, he's no longer with them. Is his um, departure, does this have anything to do with this issue? Yes. His name was Daryl Hamamoto, mm-hmm. and I think he resigned or basically um, retired in 2017. So, yes, he was actually warning people about HARP uh, cell towers on college campuses and was, and, and was warning. And I was actually in contact with him and gave him documentation to several uh, of these cancer clusters and everything that was causing them. And he was passing these around on, on campus to other faculty and staff. And I think that they basically shut him up. So much for academic freedom. Right. But I've been denied employment for what I do here. Yeah, in fact, I have a lot of people that say they're surprised. I recently retired a year ago uh, from my position at a local university, and, and people said, I'm surprised you lasted as long as you did. And uh, it just goes to show you that academic freedom in this country is dead. And the well, li- well, I'm actually working, Dave, with several groups. I um, There's a Wired Schools group that I'm now working with here in Colorado. And I just, it's still being edited, but I was in a uh, roundtable with several other doctors and experts about three weeks ago. And like I said, it's just being re-edited. But, but um, they're actually calling for people to now unschool or no school your kids. And that's from private schools to public schools all the way down the line unless or until 
They can promise you that they're going to take this, the, wire, the wireless stuff out of the schools and get rid of the cell towers on the properties and make sure that their kids are in a safe environment. And they've actually stated that we have to uh, – one gentleman that spoke, his name was David, was – I mean, he was furious. He says, we have to demand this for our kids. We have to. The um, universities are not going to let go of this without extreme pressure because they're paid a sizable sum of money by the telecoms to have these satellites on their campuses. Right. And 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 that's the thing that I brought up uh, during this roundtable was the fact that uh, SDSU's president, Stephen Weber, it, while he was there. Before you go further, uh, we need to qualify, okay. clarify. SDSU would be San Diego State University. Correct. Uh, okay. Stephen Weber, Weber was the president for 10 years, and he, he was able to get uh, a billion dollars in funding, and that's what uh, this roundtable was about and how we've got to stop this because these schools are huge businesses now, and they don't care about your child whatsoever. And basically, I've had a couple of um, experts, these EMF experts, say that the, your kids really literally are not learning anything on campus either um for a lot of the schools i could not agree with you more how about legal immunity for the people that are the purveyors of this death and destruction i'm surprised that there's enough awareness about this that people haven't banded together and sued individual universities for being a facilitator of high-risk behavior uh do they have legal immunity or how do they get around this well, I'm try, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure that out right now, actually. And just to let everybody know, um, such as the city of Fort Collins, they're all your cities are now incorporated. So, you know, it, it's hard to sue them individually. And I do know that there's a possible. Uh, coming out here in the next few months is something that the new empower movement for um, individual liability so if if that comes out I'll let you know what happens but as far as I know the government has um, immunity against this stuff and any of the 5g as well too and anybody that's under that umbrella what is I'm not familiar with what you call the empower movement um, it's it's you can look it up online. Uh, Josh Del Sol, the producer of Take Back Your Power, and a gentleman by the name of Cal Washington, started something called the Empower Movement, and and uh, it it's for legal notice of liability notice of liabilities NOLs, and they have actually they've been working on it. it. Didn't work so well the first time, and they are actually trying to work and get it streamlined. And first they started with smart meters, and then everybody found out about Wi-Fi and everything else so the from what I've heard they're going to have these NOLs that are specifically for anything wireless and for anything for vaccinations GMOs it's gonna it's gonna uh, everything's gonna be under this so hopefully this will be coming out in the next couple of months so I'll let you know so this notice of liability is this something that needs to go through Congress or uh, how are they planning to implement it I'm not sure how I, you know, they, it's been real hush-hush. They've got a, a huge group of people that are all working together on it. But what it is is basically we as, as, as citizens can take some of these NOLs and take 
people that we want to, if they won't protect us, say against the smart meters or something, we can individually sue them for any amount you want. I, the, the last time they did it, there were people uh, willing to sue for over 300, or $300 million a piece. So when a lot of people actually resigned and there was a gal that did this to the head of Excel um, Energy in Denver and the head of Excel Energy resigned within two weeks after her NOL was sent to him. And but what the problem is with the last NOLs is that once somebody resigns, they just stick somebody else back in their place. So um, I, I think they're just trying to get all the kinks worked out with it. Interesting. Turning the tables. I know I'm not allowed to say the names, but there are prominent people in the independent media who've been sued for libel that have done no more than tell the truth or offer an opinion, which you're allowed to do. And they've this has been done to them to try to silence them. And it sounds like this is the strategy being flipped in reverse towards the telecoms. I like the idea of going after the people who are individually responsible, uh, but I, I, I don't really understand the legal landscape. At this point, if they want to come out and put a 5G antenna on my property, do I have any legal recourse? No, not right now. You do not. Except for double-barreled? <laughs> right, right. And then, and then there again, there's problems with that as well, too. So, you know, it, it's, it's, there's a lot of people, all I can tell people is, is there's a lot of people working on it, and they're working full-time on it, and they're giving their heart and soul to this process. And once it's available, I'll let you know, and then we can, we can all work together. But what it's going to take, Dave, is several of us, thousands, hundreds of thousands of us sending these darn things in and clearing the t- bit literally clearing the tables of all this stuff right now the fcc is is a captured agency verizon and t-mobile are are basically have taken over the fcc so i also also tell people please you know if you have either of those um uh corporations you're paying them every month quit paying them and i actually have been advocating for people to get rid of their cell phones altogether yeah that's going to be a tough sell it is, but you know it can be done. And I, like I said, Dave, I've lived without mine for since two thousand and eight, and I, I, I'm, I have no idea how to even turn one on, and I, I love it. So, and and it, this, this is the other thing too. And because we, I've been saying this with all this infrastructure because I did those. Um, uh, investigations into those five cancer clusters and now we have a cancer cluster at Rocky Mountain High School here in Fort Collins, Colorado. And the cause is? The- well, I met with Pudararwan Schools uh, back in 2010 and I asked them about the cell towers on the schools and at that point they were they were making about nine thousand dollars a month off of cell tower leases okay so anyway I, I connected with another natural doctor here in town and she went and spoke to Pudar One schools about three or four years ago and they did tell her that they were not going to renew any cell tower leases but don't fall for this because some of these leases can go for 30 years so with that said uh, there's a cell tower on the back of the property and then there's industrial Wi-Fi in the school and you know there's been six kids diagnosed with cancer and and I think most of the listeners have already heard about Weston Elementary in Ripon, California. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, where those kids, and uh, Monica Ferrelli, she's one of the moms, and she's going to be joining um, one of our Wired 
school groups and unfortunately she can't do it right now her little 12 year old son um just asked his mom if he was going to make it to his 13th birthday he's got gbm brain cancer and you know it's it's just heartbreaking david just and it's stuff that shouldn't be happening it you know it's preventable yeah but see we're in the words of prince charles a human pox upon the earth that needs to be eradicated that's how we're viewed and this is how we're being treated interesting you'd mention rocky mountain high school that school has been the source of so much controversy i mean i remember a case oh gosh six years ago maybe seven years ago where the principal of rocky mountain high school was forcing students to make islamic pledges at assemblies and and student meetings did you hear about that oh yes <laughs> yes it's been and actually i i went to rock mountain high school i'm not going to tell you how old i am but the first year it <laughs> it was built i got moved they had two high schools in town and the, uh, so they split up the groups and i ended up at rocky mountain high school but yes uh you know and this is the stuff there again you know your common core you know they're sexualizing your kids at these schools it, basically dave we're actually advocate ad, advocating for people to to not even put their kids in these schools and and i really i hate saying that but you know this is to the point where we're at and they're they're using our kids as guinea pigs anything to make a buck i mean that's right uh, actually and i've been researching a lot of this stuff too there's something called the scenic grid and this is the this stands for the corporation for education network initiatives in california and they basically have stated in their documents that they want to make california one great big huge mesh network and it's all about 5g this is where all this stuff's coming from and it's from every school from kindergarten through 12th grade from it, it pretty much encompasses every college in California as well too and 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 people need to understand that this is you know we've got it here in Colorado and then I also found something called the SHLB and that's the schools health libraries for broadband so you know this is another thing and it's all about money and it's all about business and our kids health is you know they 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 are not taking care of our kids when you say mesh network in california can you describe what that looks like what 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 the details are well it's all the you know it's all the grids combined together it's all the well this is where the internet of things is coming together they want to put you know literally we're going to have um connections they've got stuff called smart pavement now they've got internet connections for the internet of things literally they're going to have it along all of our highways now they're going to every everywhere you go there's not going to be any way you can escape it and that's why i was telling people about this first net for emergency services so our first responders and everybody this is going to be all put up in the rural areas so literally there will be no escape dave well, what, what is, um, okay, so let me see if I understand this. The mesh network is the interconnection of all communication. Is that correct? Correct. All wireless communications with all the cell towers, all the antennas, and then, uh, and they're, they're the ones that are behind this pushing the 5G networks. And, and just last month, very inter- interesting, I found that um, they just passed what's called the Lift America Act. That's L-I-F is in Frank the lift act and it's a 1.5 trillion dollar act 
that was passed by the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, and this was this is an infrastructure package, and a lot of it's about broadband and 5G networks. So, you know, this all got this all got passed to just the end of May, and and as you know, we're just in tremendous debt as 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 I know it now, and this is just going to further that. When Trump said that he wanted to rebuild the infrastructure of America, I thought he meant roads and bridges. Is no. this what he's referring to? Absolutely. It all encompasses all of this stuff, yes. Do you think he understands it, or is he being a a useful stooge? I don't know. I've asked that same question. I don't know, Dave, and it's it's very, very scary. Scary beyond belief. Um, Right, and and I've wondered if people can, uh, if anybody's out there that knows how to get hold of him, somebody needs to get hold of him and tell him what's going on, because literally, Dave, we're not going to, you know, and and unless these people have their underground caves ready, uh, you know, they're going to be involved in it, too. How far underground would you have to be? Is there data on that? Um, I don't know. You know, I've actually heard some building biologists say that your safest bet is to buy a house, try and, and build an underground house, an earth sheltered house of some sort, you know, and if you have windows, uh, shield them somehow, or and don't buy a house that's uh, got a view, and you know, of course, get on antenna search and, and make sure that there's no antennas or cell towers near your property. Yeah, and that might be useful for a week. Right. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic or flippant, no. but I mean, that could change at a moment's notice. Right, and my husband and I, I was telling you we we just drove up by Steamboat Springs, Colorado. It's in northwestern uh, Colorado to look at some land, and I counted three brand new huge cell towers that I did not see last year on the way up there. So this stuff's literally going in everywhere. The people that are well, they that think this is okay, the Congress people, the senators, the president. Don't they realize that they and their families have to live in this cesspool? I've asked the same thing, Dave. And this physicist that calls me, he says, we're talking about literal psychopaths. He says they don't understand. They don't they don't even care about their own families. And, And I don't know about Trump. You know, I you know, I. I, I, I hope that he's doing and he's going to do good for us. I mean, I'm hoping. Sometimes I wonder, but, you know, this is this is the problem. You don't know. There's a lot of money. The the uh, wireless industry, the CTIA, th- this is the largest, largest, uh, 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 it's the largest thing in the whole world right now. It's, it's the largest uh you know entity in the whole world right now as far as corporations and stuff so it's a big big deal but for russia and and uh, some of these other countries not to put it in that should be a warning to everybody what are the other countries besides russia can you think of them off the top of your head uh there's switzerland i think germany um i've heard of a couple more i can't remember them all off the top of my head but there's several that have uh, have stopped the deployments of this stuff i bet you italy and uh czechoslovakia and poland are among those too yeah probably yeah yep. because i think been, italy's real uh-huh they've been given the big middle finger to the un and the european union Right. So um, I just, uh, yeah, this is, it's interesting that Germany would be anti-5G given what a globalist Merkel is. That's that's surprising to me. 
Right. Well, they might be afraid, you know, for themselves and their families, but this is where we should be. And this industry, that that's why, that was the word I was looking for, industry. The wireless industry is the largest industry in the world right now. So, but there, there's some good news coming along. I, I wanted to make sure that I did cover a little bit of that. I mean, um, uh, this just happened in the last couple of weeks um, that... Uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals just upheld the Berkeley cell phone right to know ordinance, okay? And this ordinance is, was um, rejected the industry's argument that because they were saying it violates their First Amendment rights. So they, they um, rejected that. And the ordinance now requires retailers to inform consumers that cell phones emit radiation. And if you carry or use your phone in your pants or shirt pocket or tucked in your bra when the phone is on and connected to a wireless internet, you may exceed the F federal guidelines to exposure to RF radiation. And people can look this stuff up on the, on the EHS, ehttrust.org. Um, so it's the environmentalhealthtrust.org. You can look that up on the website. And also in California, the Assembly Bill number 272, Chapter 42, will now allow public schools to prohibit students' smartphone use while at school. And more and more schools are getting on board with that. And Oregon Senate Bill 283, this was House and Senate, uh, the Oregon Health Authority has declared an emergency to recommend the Department of Education to develop alternative technologies that reduce students' exposure to microwave radiation, which is which the Oregon Health Authority identifies as harmful now. And Oregon schools encompass uh, 581,000 students and 197 school districts. So th this is huge news, Dave. And I'm working with people here in Colorado. We want to try and do the same thing. And I urge other people to do so as well. I find it interesting that the resistance here that you just mentioned with the uh, Berkeley case, the uh, Bill 272, Chapter 42, and the Oregon Health Authority, these actions are taking place in the heart of extreme liberalism. Right. That That's shocking to me. Right. But I think, Dave, because of shows like yours, you know, I've been able to explain these cancer clusters, and a lot of them were in California, and that, those are the ones I all investigated. And, uh, you know, I did uh, send my testimony into Oregon, and I've, I've been working really hard with a lot of other people, you know, to send them information. So a lot of this stuff is getting through, and, and, and I'm thankful for that. When you say send your testimony, are you talking about your son? Yes, and all the other cancer clusters as well. Yeah, in, in case uh, people have not heard Virginia before, she lost her son while attending uh, San Diego State University. He was right next to all this type of technology that we're talking about her here. And um, and it's interesting, Virginia, you've, you've taken a horrible, horrible situation and you've become such an advocate for good. Um, they probably wish they'd never heard of you and your son uh, because every time I turn around, I see your name in print somewhere. Well, Dave, you know, I, when I first found out about this at SDSU, boy, I, 
I, I got it narrowed down to two people and they bounced me back and forth and I finally drove out there and I couldn't get in to see the president and I contacted the governor's office I con- contacted OSHA the cancer registry I, con- I contacted everybody I could get to see if I could get an investigation started and I just I was spinning my wheels everybody would pass me off to somebody else the governor Schwarzenegger was in office at that time and and his office actually re- referred me back to SDSU and so I got on antennasearch.com and I couldn't find the cell tower so uh, it took me four months I was just determined as you know what to pick through and I finally found out what the cell tower was and how bad it really really is I've sent pictures of the emissions of this thing to some of these experts and they it's just it's just flat out criminal and I actually found documents and every parent that has a child at this school there's a document I'll have to look it up next time hopefully if you'll have me on that actually states if anybody any collaborators any other universities if they use the heparin tool that was the heparin is high performance wireless research and educational network cell tower that they they cannot be sued for damages including death and this is the heparin tower yes this is the heparin tower on the campus and so from what I'm assuming, it's it's a backbone node is what it's considered to the UC San Diego Supercomputer Center. So with that said, basically what I what I when I read that, um, every parent should be concerned because if you're sending your child onto a campus and they've got this kind of nonsense going on on the campus, your child if your child dies, you can't sue for for death. What what does heparin stand for again? High performance wireless research and educational network. Wow. Yeah. Education. And it, 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 it's hooked to spa wars, big into the Navy spa wars that's to San Clemente Island. Um, it's 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 hooked to NASA's Mobilis uh, Four Laser Center. And if you look that up, there's only eight laser centers in the United States, so, or I think around the world, sorry. So, you know, out of eight of them, this is number four. And it's hooked to so many things. Dave, I, uh, it'd take me months to even tell everybody what's on this thing. It's terrible. This is uh, overwhelming that, to me, and outrageous that these people could shield themselves from the damages that they're creating. Uh, including the loss of life who gave them the permission to not be sued for their dangerous actions well i sent this to a couple of the experts and and basically what they're stating too in this document is that is that they're aware that this stuff is dangerous and why it's in the middle of a campus dave you know you you asked me when i when you first interviewed me if i if i'd send my kid to a campus literally i would say no at this point unless or until i knew where every antenna and every cell tower and i knew it was on every cell tower too by the way so uh, just very scary and actually the the cell tower itself is actually mission control for san diego gas and electric too is that that's not PG&E is it uh, no that's SDG&E San so, Diego Gas and Electric they're all combined though wow yeah that that well I, I'm flabbergasted because they're doing rolling blackouts they don't right. need to be doing this no 
they know well from what i just saw recently is uh the utilities know that their infrastructure their power poles and stuff were not up to, up to par and so you know now they're doing these rolling blackouts for everything and that, and and so that's what they're doing dave i mean it's really quite uh, concerning well, the rolling blackouts are because they have antiquated equipment and delivery services, and they can only handle so much at a time. Is that why they're doing it? I think so, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I understand why they're doing that. Uh, and and I, if, if you don't, if, briefly, if you want me to, I can. I got a, a letter from a gentleman out of Canada, and he's actually working with an international attorney, Daphne Tackover, and she actually has a website called We Are the Evidence. I think it's We Are the Evidence.org. And she's been fighting against all this stuff, too. But he, he just wrote a paper on, on smart meters. I don't, I don't think people quite understand, you know, how incredibly dangerous these meters are. Um, he said the smart meters consist of two or three signal blasters. The collector units have three signal blasters in them. What do you mean by signal blasters? Um, just the blasters, the pulsed, the pulsed part of it where they send the signal out. That's what he refers to them as. Okay. And okay, and they they pulse seventy thousand times a second, and makes the sixty nine hertz sine wave to grow fuzzy. And um, it, and he he wrote this in here. There's a California court order forced the utilities to say how many times its meters send low level microwave pulsed RF, and each individual meter has around eight thousand eight hundred microbursts in twenty four hours, and the deadly collector meters have three. Like I said, the three RF blasters and DT employees in Michigan stated that one of these collector meters is on every 17 homes or businesses. So I didn't realize that, Dave. So people need to be aware. And you don't know if you've got a collector unit or not. What's so, that, What's a collector meter? How is that different? Well, because... Um, you know that for neighborhoods they'll put smart meters on every home but they'll have a collector meter every so many homes that will collect the data from every one of those homes so that meters really getting you know whoever lives in those homes are really getting hammered with this stuff okay so every 17th family is getting Mm -hmm. bathed in electromagnetic radiation as a data compiling agent for their neighborhood yep Yep, okay. and heart, um, and and they actually a D, this DTA um, employee actually stated that these people that have these collector units uh, are going to um, encounter really serious health effects. And it says that heart EKGs, and I've talked about this before. Research shows that whenever the meter sends a pulse. It affects the heartbeat, creating a heart palpitation. So be very, very aware of that stuff. Plus, you know, we have the insomnia, um, the heating. You'll feel like your body overheating and that type of thing. And be very aware of this because at night they actually have something called data dumping where they turn these meters up, actually. Kind of like what radio stations do at night. Right. And then he sent me some very interesting, you know, all this renewable energy stuff, you know, you know, none of it's safe. None of it's safe. None of of it's reliable and none of it's secure. And he actually sent me something on windmill. Uh, There's a windmill farm up in Canada that uh, a gentleman signed a contract to put these windmills on on his farm. And I guess the flicker rates on the lights actually um, cause health problems. 
the let me guess things. epilepsy yeah i saw that in japan in a in a flicker yeah. rate in a cartoon that caused 800 japanese kids to right. have epileptic symptoms Yep, and then it, it produces something called infrasound, and I've actually been kind of researching this a little bit, and these windmills actually use more energy than they produce. That You know, they can't run them if the wind's too high or, or if there's not enough wind, and, and they're just a mess. Plus, all they've got all these um, transformers in them that are all run wirelessly as well. So, you know, and... and, and uh, uh, this gentleman from Canada sent me a an article where there was a farmer that sold out and signed a contract to put windmills on his farm, and he actually went to uh, borrow money at the bank to build a new home, and the bank declined his application because uh, he had signed, I guess, on page 16 of these documents, uh, there's a there's there's a stipulation that once you get these windmills on your farm, within 20 years, you will no longer own your land. What? In 20 years, you will no, no longer own your land. No, I heard what you said. I'm just kind of expressing yeah. amazement here. Yeah. So this man, yeah. without reading the fine print, gave away his land after 20 years. Right. Right. And then I'm. Uh, and then the other thing is the solar. People need to be very, very careful, very careful with solar because the panels, if you put them on your home, they actually put DE, dirty electricity, on the wiring of your home. And the easiest way to explain that is it makes your wiring of your home a huge antenna. So you don't want to be in that. It's very detrimental to your health. And then uh, electric car batteries. These things, they, they have to mine cobalt. And I think they mine it in Africa. And there's been kids that have been killed mining this stuff. And plus, when you try to get rid of these things, you know, what's it going to do you know to our landfills and that type of thing they're going to be very very toxic to get rid of and plus the electric batteries if you even in a prius if you're driving your car every time you push on that brake in your car that recharges whatever that does recharges your battery and and you're getting literally zapped with that so you know in the, all of our cities fort collins is really really pushing people to buy these electric cars and and boy i i tell everybody do not buy these things wow so when you break what is the effect on these electric cars um it when you when you put your foot to the brake it does something in the engine and that's when it recharges your engine these hybrid cars and so every time that does that it's emitting radiation up into your car and actually dr sam milham told me this years ago and i wasn't quite understanding it but he said you never want to put a child in the back seat where those batteries are located so i actually tell people don't buy these cars whatsoever and so you know i i don't know dave this whole thing this renewable energy stuff is is gonna kill us off i'm telling you well it's what mike adams and uh Chris Kitsy, the former owner of Before It's News, has talked about. Uh, I'm talking about it now. I mean, let me go macro on you here very quickly here. The um, Fukushima phenomena, it's killing off the Pacific. It's killing off our food supply. The Gulf oil spill, the Gulf Stream is no longer working the way it should because of that so-called accident. And it's bringing harshest winters ever to Northern Europe. And, uh, you know, I could go on and on with this. The chemtrails, 18% less sun reaching the earth, affecting crop yields, not to mention the barium and all the other harmful chemicals that are floating to earth that we're ingesting in Alzheimer's uh, is up to an all-time high. 
and, and so it's not just you, the industry that you're covering here with 5G. It seems to be a concentrated effort to get rid of humanity. Oh, absolutely. Have absolutely you have you so. asked yourself for what purpose? What's the real motive behind wanting to kill us off? I I just think there's some really sick individuals that want all the resources to themselves. That's what I think. I think that's what all climate change is about, you know, and and I can get into this too. I mean, we you know, Colorado and Patricia Stryker, I mean, uh, you know, she's she she was the head of the um, Colorado Climate Project. She's one of the members. And I'll tell you this this stuff is crazy and and uh, the the principal sponsors of this uh, Rocky Mountain Climate Organization involvement in Colorado Climate Project are the Rockefeller Brothers Fund, Denver Water, and Pat Stryker. And it says sponsors are the Rockefeller Fund, Family Fund, and the City of Aspen. So you know it's all these elites, and and I I keep wondering about why they're hitting Colorado so much. And I think David's because of the water. What do you mean? I think they want the water resources. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, you know the property rights battle I had out where I live where McCain-led forces were trying to say we live too close to an Air Force base, which was garbage. And uh, then we found out we were on a planned Canamex route for the Central American Free Trade Agreement. And I was in a meeting with Yuma farmers that were affected by the same thing. And one of the men said to me, Dave, I think they're after your water. Did you know you sit on the largest underground water aquifer in the Southwest? I had no idea. I went and researched what he said, and he was absolutely right. This isn't the first time I've heard this, not just with myself and what you're saying here. What is it about the water that they're trying to, to, to accomplish? Water, I read this years ago, water is the new gold. Yeah, I've yeah. written about that. Is it because they're going to withhold it and use it as a weapon against the masses? I'm not sure. You know, I don't know what's completely behind it. But boy, this, you know, Fort Collins is... is, is if you ask me, there's so many. You wouldn't recognize this town. It's go. It's grown by leaps and bounds. I think you know people are fleeing New York, Illinois, California, and they're all coming here. Um, but I think they're going to find out that they're right in the midst of this Agenda 21 jewel city. So. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. There was a there was actually an article in the paper today. Uh, Pat Stryker just bought three more North College properties, and she has something called the Bohemian. Cos LLC. It's COS, the Bohemian Cos LLC. And if you type that in and type in properties, I'll tell you what, um, it, it would floor the people in our area to see how much property she owns in Fort Collins. Plus, she gives all kinds of money. She started um, uh, the, uh, she, she, in 2017, she gifted the Bohemian Foundation, gifted $6 million to the energy innovation lab at CSU mm-hmm. and uh, I'll tell you what she's got something she's got another company called Powerhouse 2 LLC and uh, like I said she pays uh, ex-governor Bill Ritter's salary at CSU and and I'll tell you she's got a new hotel in downtown Fort Collins and she's basically uh, she's basically taken over this town she owns this town well she went to Obama's inauguration she was mentored I was told by George Soros 
So she's very well connected. And then she got that, what was it, $800 million of Solyndria. Um, so, you know, she she's one of the players. Yeah. Virginia, we unfortunately, we're out of time and we're just scratching the surface of where you're going here. We're stopping in midstream. We're going to have to do this again sooner rather than later. Ladies and gentlemen, Virginia is also going to be on our Wednesday show coming up, KHNC 1360 AM Johnstown. If you just simply Google that, uh, don't Google, excuse me. If you use Start Page, uh, if you'll come up with how to get a hold of us, we're on Wednesdays from 11 to 1 p.m., Colorado time and Virginia is going to be on in the 12 o'clock hour on this coming Wednesday and uh, Paul Martin and I are hosting a show there in KHNC uh, new owners and very dynamic progressive leadership and we hope to accomplish great things Virginia thanks for joining us we're going to do a follow-up on this sooner rather than later thanks for joining us you bet thank you Dave okay